0: This is our review of the Binbok Pro Controller Alternative. Is it any good? Let's talk about it. Welcome to 128KB, my name's Andy, and if you're new to the channel, go down there, hit that like and subscribe and share this video about, because it it really helps us out. So yeah, Binbock sent us two of these Pro Controller sort of replacements or alternatives, whatever you want to call them, to do a review on. And yes, they did send them to us for free. However, I'm under no obligation to sort of be swayed with my opinion. So I'm going to be completely honest with what I think about these. And also, I want to let you know straight away from the word go, that we will be giving away the black version of this controller, not the white one, but the black one to one of you lucky lot. Information about the giveaway will be at the end of the video, so make sure you stay tuned. So let's get straight to it with all the features and everything, and these are really feature-packed. There's a lot going on with these controllers, and and I really like that because they are affordable. Again, we'll go over the price later on at the end of this video, but anyway, so it is a wireless controller. That means you can actually play it wherever you want without it being tethered via a cable. It is a fully wireless controller. It has rumble, so there's actual rumble in it. we're gonna go over all of this like, in more detail, but this is like an overview. So wireless, it's got rumble, it's got a turbo feature. So you can change the turbo, and that basically means that when you hold a button down or if you set the turbo, it will rapid fire that button as many times as you want. It's also got RGB LEDs that shine through the sort of cracked design that you can see as well. And it's also got gyro. So it is actually got six axis gyro so that you can actually motion control with these controllers which is very very cool and one of my favorite features which is so simple but a lot of third-party controllers don't have it is the wake function so that means that when you hold down the sort of home button on the controller it will actually turn on your switch which is brilliant you don't have to go and turn on the switch let's say it's docked you don't have to turn on the switch first and then like pair the controller or any of that rubbish you can just press and hold the home button and it will launch the switch up and the same goes for turning it off when you turn the switch off it just automatically Hours down the controller as well, which is really cool. So that's the sort of like features overview. Let's crack on. So design wise, just having a quick look at it, I really like this controller. It feels really nice. So the build quality is actually quite good. The kind of plastics that it's made out of, I really enjoy it. Like it feels nice you, when you hold this. You don't go, ugh, like that's tacky. If you haven't seen our uh, sort of first impressions unboxing video, then you can see my like live reaction, if you will, in that video there. But yeah, the actual paint on the uh, controller on the front, that like cracked process, is almost like a slightly rubberized feel, and it's quite nice. It gives it texture with that cracked design. The back is just solid plastic, but it's actually quite a nice plastic. There are no grips on it though, so it's not. Not like textured in any way, it's just a smooth plastic, but it is quite nice. Uh, one thing that I did notice straight out of the box, which I really liked, and I continue to like it the more I use this controller is the sort of extended triggers so the ZL and ZR have like these extended triggers they sort of flare out and up at an angle and that's so comfortable when you're using it because your fingers just rest on that and I, I really actually quite like that the only downside and the only downside really with the sort of design here is that sort of cracked paint design and that is because that sort of paint goes all the way round the insides of the joystick housing and also the button housing as well. And if you saw our first impressions video, you'll see that our white controller Actually, basically, didn't work because this paint was too thick around the Y button, and that meant when you press the Y button in, it just depressed, and you couldn't use the Y button anymore, which is a real shame. The black controller we are are giving away doesn't have any issues with the sort of like buttons sticking or anything like that, but the paint still goes right up to it. Now, I did fix this, so I actually did another video. If you've missed it, go check it out. I think it's called Fixing a Sticky Bucket... Bucken? (laughs) Come on, Andy. Fixing a Sticky Button. And yes, I did a video where I I tore this controller apart entirely. i completely dissembled it and then I fixed it by sanding it away but you can watch that video anyway but that's the kind of main downside there. Moving on we have RGB LEDs inside and it's not a nice sort of even diffused look. You can kind of see all the LED placements underneath but it is still quite nice considering this is just like a, an aesthetic option and I, I do like a little bit of RGB I must say <laughs> but you know you can turn it off which is good but there is a dedicated button for that, and that's on the bottom right of the, the right joystick sort of area. There's like a triangular button, and this button lets you do multiple things. So you can have just solid RGB LEDs on in a solid color like blue, red, yellow, orange, purple, that kind of thing, and you can cycle through these colors just by pressing that button in the bottom right. But there are more options as well. If you press that button twice, then it will turn the LEDs off, or you can actually have an array of effects really. So if you press that button and then A, B, X or Y, that actually gives you different modes. So one of them is a breathing mode and that will just pulse the sort of RGB LEDs in and out. And if you press that button again, it will cycle through the colors so you can have your favorite color just pulsing in and out of that, you know, of that color, which is pretty cool. Then you have a rumble So basically the RGB LEDs are off until the controller rumbles. So when vibrate comes on, then it will light up, which is kind of a cool feature. You've got gyro as well. So gyro actually sort of you know, when you're moving the controller in the six axis gyro, the different sort of areas that you move it to will light up different colors, which is kind of a cool feature. And probably my favorite one is joystick mode. And that's where you press the joystick in any direction and then it will light the RGBs on, but it's not like an on and off. It's like a very, like, nice smooth consistent turning on as if you're using a dimmer switch it's like barely comes on but the more you press it the more bright it comes it's it's very very cool i really like that idea and it comes across very well as well and i like the fact that you can turn them off because the controller does look cool even without any rgbs on so if you don't like rgbs well that's going to save you some extra battery because obviously you're not lighting them up luckily it is led technology so it will only take a small amount of power to light them up anyway but there you go I'm pretty sure you can actually adjust the brightness as well. And if I'm remembering correctly, you hold the power the the RGB button down and then you move the joystick up and down. I can't remember! <laughs> but there you go. I didn't bother changing the brightness really. I just kind of left it on full because I liked it. Next up is Turbo, and this is quite a handy feature, especially for games like Animal Crossing, where there's a lot of tedious actions where you've got to keep pressing the same button over and over and over again, whether you're like picking up flowers or like hitting rocks or whatever, this can come in handy. So there's a little T button down on the bottom on the left hand side of the right joystick. And basically what this does is if you press and hold that turbo button and then press, let's say A for example, well then when you hold A, it's gonna repeat A until you let go of A. So it's press and hold and it will just spam that button multiple, multiple, multiple times. And it's really handy. If you press T and then press A again, well then this time it's just gonna spam that button whilst you're not even holding the button down and when you press the button it will stop it. Now if you press T and A again well then that cancels out the turbo and there you go and that can work with any button on the joystick. You just press T and then press any button or trigger you want and then that will create turbo and you can change the speed as well. So there's three different speeds so if you press the like uh, T and then the plus or the minus button whilst turbo is activated, well that's gonna go from maybe like five presses a second to like 10 presses a second to I think 20 presses a second. So there's a lot of input that you can do with that. It's really easy to use. I quite like that feature as a bonus. It's not something I use often at all really. I prefer to just play games normally, but with Animal Crossing, it's certainly something that I would do because <laughs> it gets very tedious. So next up is the rumble. Now we actually saw the rumble packs when I dismantled this controller when I pulled it apart to fix that sort of button issue you saw that the rumble packs were in there and I have to say the rumble on this for a cheap budget controller is actually really good way better than I was anticipating because we'd reviewed the bin box slim joy con replacement sort of alternatives we've got videos on that three videos on that if you want to check them out and whilst I really like those joy cons the rumble wasn't that great and it was quite noisy the rumble in this is much better and I think it's because they've got big. rumble packs is still a little bit loud but not as noticeable as the joy-con versions but you've got like three different or well four really different strengths so if you press the turbo button and then up or down on the d-pad you can basically turn rumble off so there's no rumble at all if you don't want it which will save you some battery life or if you press up on the d-pad I think it's about 25% then 75% and then hundred percent hundred percent is way too much for me 75% is what these come like out of the box with and that was perfect. And I actually completed the whole of Bowser's Fury using this controller just to like test it out and give it a really good run. And it was great. Like there's a lot of rumble that goes on in that game and this controller felt really good. Like the rumble was really nice. It was consistent. It's not HD rumble like the pro controller or the Joy-Cons, official Nintendo versions, but it it is a very nice rumble. And I was quite surprised because I thought it wasn't going to be very good but I actually kind of liked it. So it does have 6 axis gyro as well, which again is really nice because there's some games like I don't know, let's say Mario Galaxy or whatever, you know, there's there's certain games that you need gyro for and third party controllers well they just don't have it really. We've got a Power A controller that Christina uses which is wired and that's got no features at all. It's got no rumble, it's got no it's got no nothing. <laughs> it's just a controller, right? And there's games I think even with Mario 3D Land we were playing that and Christina couldn't use the gyro abilities because the controller just didn't support it and that really was annoying so I had to do it all with my pro controller whereas this has got gyro and the gyro worked absolutely fine and I also whilst we're like covering this want to say that the wireless is absolutely fine as well. I had no dropouts. I was a little bit worried because it was wireless and I was thinking how stable is it actually going to be but No issues at all. Obviously, I didn't go miles away from it. The furthest away was probably from, like, the TV to the sofa, and that's probably only about two meters away. But, you know, if you're, like, close to it at least, I had no problems whatsoever. No dropouts, no cutouts, no freezing, no stuttering. Everything was fine on that front, and the gyro, Jaiwo? And the gyro worked absolutely fine as well. Okay, now I know a lot of you, this is what you're waiting for because in our previous videos of the Binbok, sort of the, the Joy-Con versions, everyone was saying, talk about the dead zone, talk about the dead zone. Well, we're going to cover that now because this section is talking about the joysticks. So the joysticks, they're actually a really nice design. They've got this kind of like comfort groove on the, like in the middle of them. They're kind of like dome in, almost like a little bit like a donut or like some sort of mint, <laughs> like they're just Kind of look like that to me but it feels really nice they're covered in like a, a an almost rubberized texture and around the edges there's actually tiny little sort of like spikes. I don't know how to call it. You know, there's there's kind of like spikes around the edges to give you grip. And honestly, I really like this. Christina really liked this as well because again her Power A controller just has plastic thumbsticks and she's she's constantly complaining that they're they're too slippery when she gets like sweaty hands when she's too intensely gaming. And she didn't have that problem with this and she said that to me. She said I really like the control sticks because they don't get sweaty and horrible and I have to agree I've really enjoyed the the joystick feel, like the actual design of them, which is nice. And yeah, so the one thing that I wanted to note when you use them, if you flick them left and right, they do return to the center as well, which is nice. They're not like off-center or anything like that. Now, Dead Zone-wise, okay, so Dead Zone, I'm gonna be showing you now the, the sort of joysticks on the Nintendo Switch in the calibrate mode, and I'm gonna show them compared to the official Pro Controller as well, so you can actually see what these are like. And I was really surprised by how responsive these joysticks were. I didn't have any issues. You're you're seeing exactly what I've tested, but I didn't have any issues with it at all. When you press that joystick in any direction, it registers. There's no, like, move it 30% before it starts activating. As soon as you touch that, it just goes and you can see between the actual, you know, the, the Binbok one and the Pro Controller, you can see they're very responsive. The only thing I kind of noticed was that there might have been like a millisecond delay on the Binbok one compared to the Pro Controller seemed to be absolutely instantaneous, but the delay in like action hitting the switch, I, I, I don't know if it was just some sort of placebo effect or if it was my mind playing tricks on me. We will probably be seeing it in the video right now, but. I felt like there was just a little bit of delay, and that will be down to the wireless technology that they've used in the controller. So I still give the point to the Pro Controller, the official one, for being more accurate. But in terms of actual accuracy, the controller responded absolutely fine, there was no dead zone. I would just say there's maybe like one millisecond delay of input on anything. but in use I didn't notice that at all and like I said I completed the whole of Bowser's Fury and I tested other games as well with it but with this didn't have any issues at all every time I pressed the button every time I moved the joystick everything worked as it was now again this could just be down to these two controllers that we've been sent others may vary but I'm pretty confident that they're they're much better you know than some other alternatives out there to be honest Next up is the D-pad, and this is something I was a little bit sad about on the Joy-Cons, you know, the slim Joy-Cons that Binbot made, because the the D-pad on that was, wasn't very good. It was a bit mushy. It was a little bit firm as well, but this one, wow, I'm impressed. I am impressed. Seriously, it, it's concaved in, so it feels really nice under your thumb, and it is the perfect amount of pressure to actuate those sort of those areas on each side and it rolls really nicely. It it returns back to position straight away. It's got a nice pivot point in the middle. I, I'm just a real big fan of this considering it is a budget controller. I expected the D-pad to be the worst because usually D-pads are hit or miss. They're either really good or they just suck. And this one is actually really good considering the price point. Again, I would still say the actual official pro controller D-pad is much nicer But considering the price point of this, which we'll go over at the end, this is really good. It is good. Okay, so buttons and triggers. So I was really happy with that extended trigger design. Like I said, it's just so comfortable. It really is. I wish they put those on the Pro Controller because it's just really nice to use. I I really enjoy it. But the feel of them, brilliant. Like all the buttons on this controller are consistent. They're not like some of them are clicky, some of them are mushy, some of them are like a little bit firmer. Nope, not at all. I've been super lucky. These ones just feel great all over in terms of the triggers. And the same goes for the buttons. So the plus minus home screenshot button, the uh, turbo button and the RGB button are all really nice and proper clicky. I like that a lot. And then the face buttons, the X, Y, A, and B, they're, they're not proper clicky. They're like very slightly mushy but not in a like a terrible way like they're absolutely fine they're not as good as a pro controller again but they are quite nice and they're consistent within each other so each one feels exactly the same and that's what I like to see is consistency. Now playing games and stuff again didn't have any issues with this at all they they returned absolutely fine but I do have to say like I mentioned at the beginning and I mentioned in the previous video that the Y button on this white one came stuck so when you pressed it down it just depressed and that was because there was too much paint around the housing and that meant I had to actually you know dismantle it like I said we did a video where I took it apart and I fixed it by sanding it down. So there is a possibility that this will happen. I did contact Bimbok and they said that 98% of customers basically are absolutely fine don't have an issue and if anyone does have an issue then to get in contact with them because they will do their best to sort the issue out for them so that's quite a nice response it's nice to see that they are actively saying you know we don't usually have issues but if we do then you know just let us know but you know i haven't been down that road like road so i don't know how they would actually respond but it's nice to hear that they said that again this one once i'd sanded it away absolutely perfect and the black one that we're giving away Even better like this this one's much nicer but again they could fix this issue simply by doing a better paint process so I love the design I think it looks great I really like it and I like the RGB that shines through too however they could fix this issue and they could fix the other issue so this is kind of like what could be better there's two things the buttons not the actual buttons themselves, but the housing, the painting around it, they need to like mask and tape that off and not paint it by like a millimeter around it. Or when they dip the like cracked process on it, they need to basically have something that plugs up these holes to stop them from getting paint on the inside because that's what's causing the issue. And the other thing is around the joystick edge. The only bad thing about the joysticks is that you can feel that paint. So I forgot to say this in the joystick section, but you can feel the paint as you move the joysticks around. And that's my only like major down point here, because over time, the more you use it, this paint will end up coming off and all that sort of paint dust is going to get into the controller get inside those joysticks and potentially ruin the joysticks because it can cause drift by causing you know dust and debris getting inside the actual unit and then that can cause drift so that is a potential downside and that's something they definitely need to work on but you know they could just fix that by not painting around the edges if there was no paint around the edges that's not going to happen and what I'm going to do to fix this myself but again if you're not into modding stuff, then this probably isn't for you. But after this review, what I'm going to do is take this apart again. And then I'm going to heavily sand away the paint around the joystick areas and around the buttons again just so that none that 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 issue isn't a possibility, you know, that's going to be completely eradicated and then the controller is going to be absolutely fine. So the last thing is price point. So in America in USD, in US dollars, these are $32.99 and in the UK it works out about 24 pounds 50 for these controllers. And that's without shipping, but you know, for the controllers themselves around £25, that's a very good price. I do have to say, even with the issues that they have, it's a very good price, because the actual official Pro Controllers are around £60 new. Yes, you can find them on offer for around £50, and if you can afford that, go get a Pro Controller, because the Pro Controller is really, really good. I love the Pro Controller, but if you're on a budget, or you just want a second controller, or whatever, maybe you've got kids and you don't want to give them a really expensive controller, this, for £25, It's really good. It's blown me away, to be honest. I would probably pay like maybe 30 pounds, something around that ballpark. So for just under 25, I highly recommend this controller for that price point. But there is that big but is there's that issue with that you could get a sticky button and over time you could get drift because that paint's going to end up wearing off. So, you know, I want to recommend these. I really, really do because I, I do like the controller and it worked really well. I love all the features that you get like inside this controller that you often don't get with other third party controllers. So this is a really good, like strong controller but just those couple of issues really like are sad for me. But if you can look past that, or if you want to watch our other video where I took it apart and showed you how to sort it out, if you can do that and you're comfortable doing that yourself, then definitely, definitely get one of these. Now let's move on to the giveaway. So to enter the giveaway, go down there, hit the subscribe, like this video, and comment. It's all about the comments, so make sure you're subscribed, but comment down below in this video and just comment whatever you want. It can be anything you want, but you know, just. You can say, Andy, we love you, if you, if you want. You know, you, you don't have to, but you, you could. <laughs> but if you want extra entries as well, then down in the description and the pinned comment, there is a link to Gleam, and that will give you extra entries. So we're going to compile all the entries and then pick a winner from that. And the winner will be announced on February, Sunday the 13th. I'm pretty sure it's the 13th, let me check. Yep, it's the 13th. So Sunday, February 13th is when we will announce the wither, the wither, the winner, and and we'll put it all over our social media, so Twitter and Facebook, and we'll do a post on YouTube as well, like the community tab post saying who the winner is, and we'll try and get in contact with you as well, so make sure you enter, go down there, subscribe, Make sure you comment and enter via Gleam for extra entries. But anyway, this is the Binbock Pro Controller review. I hope you've enjoyed it. Hopefully, I've covered everything that you've wanted to see. If you've got any more questions or whatever, just go down there and let me know in the comment. But yeah, anyway, make sure you subscribe just in general because we've got so many more controller videos and other stuff coming for the Nintendo Switch. But yeah, thanks for watching. See you next time. Oh, check out our website, 128kv.co.uk. I'm Andy. Bye.